LiveWire is brought to you by the Rise Network. Please check us out at www.risenetworkus.com to check out all of our bloggers, streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, and entertainers. Rise is focused on these three words, growth, ascension, and rise. Welcome back to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. I'm here with my co-host, Colin Macklem. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My beautiful producer, Roger Curitan. Good day, folks. And it is the playoffs. Playoffs. And I, if we were not Live Wire, if we were some cliche other asshole fantasy football podcast, I'd probably say the whole playoffs, playoffs, but I'm not going to because we're better than that. We are better. You just did it. Well... No, we didn't. I I would have done that if I was someone else, but I didn't because I'm I, better I than that. I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But, folks, it's the playoffs. Whether you're in it or not, hopefully if you're listening, that means you probably are. Um, hopefully if you're doing the podcast, that means you probably are. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. One of us in this room is not in the playoffs. Who could that be? Rod, is that you? It's got to be Rod. I'm in it. I'm in every oh, league. Rod's it's in you? It? Yeah, every league that I'm in, I'm in it. Call it ain't me. So it's it's you? Got, it's got to be you. Oh, are you sure? That's we're news six. to me. I got to check the app now. Yeah, we're six got a 0% chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm in six <laughs> leagues. I made the playoffs in two of them. Oh, so, yeah, it's, a, it's a fucking bad year. You guys should see who I drafted. You guys should go all the way back. I mean, we'll we'll circle back on it in the future. Um, probably after the season ends, we'll do a recap of, I don't know if you guys recall, but if you've been listening all season long, we've done uh, an ADP one of the first weeks where we did an over-under on where we think some players would land, where they would finish, and we wanted to come back at the end of the year and see how well we did. Now, I'm very fearful of doing so because I don't think I did a very good job because if I did, I wouldn't have sucked so bad this year. I drafted a lot of Allen Robinson, Mm. a lot of Amari Cooper, a lot of Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, yeah, that one's hurt the whole year. Yeah. A lot of Waller. Ooh, a lot of Waller. Who else did I have that really sucked balls? Yeah, I mean, suck, Dak, he, he's he's uh, he's, he's right coaster. outside of QB one. I think he's thirteenth. Yeah, he's been a roller coaster, but he's been good. He's been a roller coaster, but I had guys like Robert Woods as well. Uh, I just I did a horrible job. Like I drafted Robert Woods over Cooper Cup this year. I just want to say that right I here, mean, right now. But you can't. I can't really. I, blame I probably would have too. Yeah, I, I just figured Sta- like Robert Woods is more of Stafford's type. Yeah, I thought. I thought he was showing signs too before he got hurt. Yeah, he was. So. He was. He was coming along at the end. But yeah. at that point, I would have already traded him. Um, and I just it's just been a bad year for me. So I'm. I'll, I'll come up here. I'll own it. I'll just say, you know what? I missed the playoffs. I missed the playoffs. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I mean, but not usually. It actually you. doesn't. It doesn't happen. I've never, ever, 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 ever missed the playoffs in our league, ever. And that's the big league, the big money league. Never missed it. Well, they say there's never a lost. There's a first for everything. There is. And Colin, what's the theory? If you ain't first, you last. Nope. <laughs> not, not that one. Oh, what's no. the one? If it can't happen, it will happen. Oh, that's Murphy's law. Murphy's law. Anything that can't happen will happen. Yeah. Is that physics? I think I might win Something this year. Something like that. Okay. Interstellar? I think I might win this year. If it can't happen, it will happen. Should happen. Yeah. Well, there we are. I missed the playoffs. Rod's in, Colin's in, and it's just what we got. So I want to start off. We finally have been blessed. Not finally. We've had a few good ones coming up. We have fantasy implication on both sides of the ball through and through. You have Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Mike Will. Is he playing? Do we know if he's playing? Uh, so. Yes. Yes, my he is. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if maybe Jared Cook even. Yes, I have him in my uh, one of my leagues. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, you don't even get me started. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I almost said Keenan Allen. Yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Ever heard of him? I mean, this is going to be fun for everybody involved. If you're in the playoffs, you probably have someone going tonight. Darrell Williams. Yeah, he, he's in there too. Oh, yeah. hey, he's he's I'm hot. A, I'm a Clyde guy. I, I know, but people are still playing Darrell. Well, he, he it, I don't I don't blame him at all. He's yeah. still catching the ball. Yes. So there's a lot of fantasy fantasy implication going tonight. I'm very very excited about Rod. Your Chiefs are on prime time yet again. Too much, but I don't hate it. I love it. Give me some more. Uh, well, the Chiefs. Are four and zero against the spread in their last four games. Spread is three right now, is what I'm seeing. Yes, uh, I am taking the Chiefs, hammering the Chiefs yep. home. I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game. 
uh, by more than three. Uh, big, big indications is that offensive line Slater is out for the Chargers. Mm. That's huge. Uh, but also Chris Jones may be out for the Chiefs, which is also, it's like a... Cancels out. Cancels out. for an eye. Yeah. Yeah. But... I'm all in on the Chiefs tonight. They, they are playing at SoFi. Guaranteed yes. lock that in. They're playing at SoFi. So it is an away game. What's Patrick Mahomes on the road? How is he? Fantastic. It's got to be, especially He's, over the last seven games or whatever. Yeah, I mean, just going back to that Raiders game when they went on the road to play against the Raiders, oh, yeah. I knew that, like, okay, that was a turning point in the season, I think, for the Chiefs. And I know that Mahomes is capable. It's just now doing it against the Chargers, who beat them early in the season. Right. Uh, but I think, I mean, in that, in that game still, Mahomes still had a really good game. I think mm-hmm. he threw for like two or three touchdowns in that game. And it came down to a pass interference call with like 30 seconds left, and it gave the Chargers fantastic field position, and they end up going to win. But I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I mean, they, they have a six-game winning streak. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's meant to be. Meant it's to funny, be. though, because you mentioned the Raiders Sunday night game, and I literally think that, you could feel the change that happened in the Kansas City locker room and the team. That whole, the whole season literally did a 180 it, at, during that game. Everyone was doubting them. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, they actually the dynasty might be over." And then they went out and I don't even know what they dropped the 35 on them, maybe more. Yeah. So I think they got in the 40s actually. I don't even I don't remember the exact score, but, but they they went nuts yeah, and everyone performed. Tyreek performed. Tyreek caught seven balls in the first drive. Like yeah. I know you've been looking for that. Lately, Colin, I know you're looking for him to bounce back big tonight, but let's talk actual football here, actual fantasy football with this game. Let's start with Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler has a big Q next to his name, okay? A big Q. It's an ankle injury. Brandon Staley says he's been feeling some soreness as of yesterday. As of yesterday, his ankle's feeling sore. That's not good. Not good. I And I, like I said, guys, this is playoffs. We can't fuck around here. So right. there's a good chance from the reports that I have read that even if he does go, and my the in, infamous snap count, Rod, we're back with a snap count. snap again. count. I can't fucking stand to either sit him or play him, you know? But snap count. But even if he does play, I expect him to get the lion's share of snaps, even with a snap count. Yeah, because he doesn't play 100% anyway. Yeah, I would too. I mean, they always are. Everyone says, like, oh, you got to grab Justin Jackson in case Eckler is not playing. But I don't even think Justin Jackson's a factor. And I think it's Kelly because he's the one that has been playing with Eckler. But even as it is, Eckler was only playing by like 70 to 80% of snaps at the most. So I think he probably won't get that, that point today. He's expected to play, barring a setback or anything crazy. But I don't think we're going to see the, the normal like usage we get, like the 70 80% range. But I still think you got one of the most valuable players in all of fantasy football, probably number two or three behind uh, Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, you're starting this guy. If, and if he's playing, you're probably playing him as well because it's the first round of playoffs. You don't want to get cute with it unless you have a really good option. But, I mean, I wouldn't try and get cute with it. I would, I'm not going to start someone like Rashad Penny over, over Austin Eckler because okay. he's got a Q tag in front of him. You got you to gotta roll out your studs. That's just the way it goes. Fantasy football. That's that's a fair point, but let me present you with a few uh, scenarios. Yeah. So you have Austin Eckler. You also have Joshua Kelly. Austin Eckler's given a go, but of course, albeit on a snap count. We're still going with Austin Eckler. If they say he's on a snap count, maybe. If they say he's on a snap count and they say how many snaps he's probably going to have, and if it's less than 25, probably I'll go get Joshua Kelly. But if they don't say anything about a snap count, they say he's good to go, no setback, no nothing. I'm starting Eckler. For me, I can't feel comfortable. Even if, like, so if if Eckler's out, if Eckler's out, if you're in the playoffs, I would assume that you have some depth on your team. Right. Yeah, he's got to have a backup that, you know, maybe you don't plug in and you're not too confident in playing. But if you if the world was ending, you had to play him, he would be okay. And for me, like, I would have to go with one of my backups over uh, Joshua Kelly whether uh, Eckler plays or not. That's just how I feel. I can't feel comfortable in a playoff game, a fantasy football playoff game, starting someone who will inevitably be in a committee, in a committee that in an offense that throws the ball a lot. And no one's a pass catcher like Eckler is in that backfield. None of them. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think Kelly's a good football player. And if he ever gets his solo opportunity one day, I think he could make something of himself. But – I just don't feel comfortable playing a guy like that when I might have a Melvin Gordon on the bench or a Jamal Williams on the bench. I'd probably go Jamal Williams over uh, snap counted. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what I'll ask you. Would you go Jamal Williams or who, let's just say, is playing, uh, albeit 
the COVID issues, I think he might be playing. Would you go Jamal Williams or would you go snap count Eckler? Obviously, depending on the snap count, we don't know. Let's, yeah, just, say, let's just say they don't get too cute with it. They don't they, they don't give us full details. They just say he will be in a limited role tonight. So, honestly, I'm hoping that they just say they just say he's good to go. They don't say he's on a snap count or anything because if they do say he's on a snap count, that will make me feel like I should change it. But as we saw last week, Dalvin played when no one thought he was going to play, and all of a sudden he puts up 40 points. So, I mean, that's, 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 what, that's what fantasy football does to you. Someone's hurt, and it's like, okay, this guy's a stud, so... I want to put him in, but I don't want to take the risk of him, you know, being on a snap count. But all of a sudden, guys like Delvin Cook, guys that are elite fantasy football players, they perform more than on the field. That's just the way it goes. And also, Eckler's right in that category along with Delvin Cook. So, I don't want to be the guy that loses because I had 30 points of Austin Eckler on my bench. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I'll take that risk. If he, if he fails me, so be it. Yeah, and I will say, guys, I listened to both of you make very, very great points. But it's playoff time. And you're not experimenting with nothing right now. Okay. Like, like you're like you're not. Like, I don't care what happens to Eckler. I don't care what the reports say. If he if they just say, yeah, he's gonna go. Let's just say they say, yeah, he's in, he's playing. You're not even hesitating. You even like you're not even thinking yeah. about it, right? Because like, let's just say, like you said, with Dalvin Cook's situation, he's gonna go out there, he's going to do what he does, no matter what, especially in a divisional game like oh, this, yeah. where first place is on the line. Like, you know he's gonna be like, look, coach. I'm putting it all on the line tonight. And yeah. Eckler is that kind of guy. Yeah. He, he's, he's a baller. He's a gamer. He loves this shit. And he's the type of guy who has been an underdog his whole career. Right. And he's always come out on top. And I love that about him. So with those implications on the line, like you say, first place in the division, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. It's a huge. Everyone is, wants that this, playoff this buy. This game today is so, I don't think people understand how big of a game this is. Right. And it's the AFC huge. is tight. It's not only the, the division, tight. too. It's yeah. the whole it's the AFC, AFC conference. Yeah. 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 yeah, the AFC is tight. And so... If Eckler's available to go, I think, like you said, he would be a full go. And we are also in that time frame, playoffs, where you can't gamble. You, you got to go with your hot yeah. guy. You got to go with your guys. And yeah, he was yeah. a first-round pick through and through, I guarantee yeah. it. And if he's going tonight, you're playing him. It's yeah. the Dalvin Cook rule. And we saw what happened last week. Obviously, an ankle's a little bit different than a shoulder. Yeah. But these guys, man, I don't know what they take. The doctors load them up with a bunch of fucking painkillers or whatever, and they play through injuries. It happens every yeah. week. Happens every week. Happened Calvin's entire career. So there we are with that. Austin Eckler, if he's playing, you're playing him. That's uh, it. Justin Herbert, okay. Third in NFL passing yards, tied for second in passing touchdowns with 30. Second in QBR. I'm actually terrified today because Justin Herbert looks like Patrick Mahomes Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now. Jalen Guyton, that 59-yard touchdown last week. Uh, Justin Herbert is definitely a guy to look out for. He's a deep ball assassin. Assa- that's a good word, assassin. Yeah. He's a deep ball assassin. Assassin. And I will He's say. He's a baby face assassin. Yeah. Who, who, who's called the baby face assassin? Is that somebody's name? I, I feel know. like it is. Is like this a basketball thing? I, if, yeah, I feel like it is. It's a I don't know. Thing. He kind of reminds me. You know, we saw Steph Curry, you know. Uh, you know. It might be Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. It might be. I'm going to look it up. They have those faces where they'll kill, like, they'll just kill you. Like, they had, like, that nice baby face yeah. where it's so nice and comforting, but they'll just strike It's the you. eyes. It's yeah. the eyes. It is and Steph Curry. Is it? Yeah, baby-faced assassin, Steph okay. Curry. Boom. I thought I heard that somewhere. Steph Curry, Justin Herbert, baby-faced assassin. Same thing. Baby Legends. faces, but they could strike you and just come in. And just they can hit the three. Boom. They can uh, hit the three. Dude, Herbie's the, he's the future of the NFL, no doubt. Yeah. He's a baller. He's got great weapons around him. Um, I wouldn't be too worried about him, Rod. You're playing against Herbert. I wouldn't be too worried just considering you have Mahomes. Yes. And whatever you can do, I can do better. I feel like this is going to be one of those games. I love the over, but of course, because I love it, it's probably going to go under, but it's 52 and a half, and I simply don't think that is enough points. I see 35 to 30. Now, I know the last time they played, what was it, like 17 to 15? No, it was not. It was 24 to 27. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, I just remember the Chargers winning a really close game. It's so like 17 to 15, 4 o'clock wave. I'm doing some Sean McVay shit in my head, but I don't, I don't remember who it was. Uh, it was early in the year, like week two. Anyway, I want to talk about Tyreek Hill. Okay. <sighs> you don't want to talk about Tyreek Hill? No, it's what do we got to say about Tyreek Hill? I just, I don't know. He's had 15 combined points in the last two weeks. No, tell me about it. I've lost those two That's weeks as well. Since the bye. What happened down the bye, Rod? What happened on the bye? What do you mean what happened on the bye? Bye week came. Next week, oh, yeah. Tyreek's got four points. Next week, Tyreek's got eleven points, and that's in full PPR, my boy. It's a defense. I think I honestly yeah. think it's a defense. Defense is clamping down. Chiefs don't got to let up the scorecard like they usually would have to. And I don't know. The Chiefs just look like they're playing team football. It's not like it because like I feel like that's scary for the rest of the league. I'll it tell is. You that. It is scary because obviously the defense is playing at a top level right now. 
but the offense as well, like they don't they don't really care to get the ball to the playmakers. It seems like they're just getting the ball whoever is going to give them the best chance to get in the end zone or get yards. So that's why we're seeing like Byron Pringle and and David Bell or whatever his name is. Who, who's the backup tight end to Kelsey? Oh, the guy from uh, the guy from Duke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noah Gray. Noah Gray is that yeah. who it is? So they yeah. got all these guys running around. Well, that's one of them. There's like two. Yeah, two they, more. there's a white one and then Noah Gray, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like even with Kelsey too, we're seeing it. Like he's not. This is about to be the first year in five years that he hasn't put up the number one overall tight end season in fantasy. Who's who's creeping in on him? Because I'm pretty sure he's Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's got it's, like 25 catches in the last two. If weeks, I'm not mistaken, it's Andrews, Kelsey, then Kittle right now. Yeah, I'm mistaken. Kittle's a bounce back that quick, huh? That, that just shows you how. But how I was just gonna say that how low Kelsey has been like performing. This I was just year. I, I was gonna say that just shows you how low the tight end spot usually performs on a week to week basis. That yeah. Kittle basically has played four games of football this year, and in those four games, he's had enough points to make his way back up to three. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, that just shows you guys right there that why I'm an advocate for drafting tight ends early in drafts because yeah. you better get your guy. Because I'll tell you what, the separation between George Kittle at three. And the separation between starting Marquise Brown and Chris Godwin is significantly different. Yeah. Significantly different. So that's just my thing on that. But Tyreek Hill, the targets aren't there for him in the last two weeks. And that's what worries for me. So five targets and four targets in the last two weeks. I think, I think that's mainly game script. I would agree. Of course it is. I mean, if Pat Mahomes wants to give um, uh, Hill the ball, he will. He'll get him the ball. And... I just don't think they've needed to give Hill the ball, like you said, to win games. That's usually what it's been, Rod. His whole career has been like, yo, we need you on this third and three. We're going to hit you on a little screw route, and you're just going to run to the pylon. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe he gets four yards, but that's a point for a catch. And, like, we've seen him catch 12 balls this year, 11 balls this year, 11 again, nine balls this year, like nine again. He 13 targets, 18 targets he's had one game. So we're not getting that out of him, but – that's when the Chiefs were down bad. Yeah, yeah. Like like last week, they were the Chiefs were up twenty one nothing after the first quarter. So like at that point, like as a as someone who needed Tyreek Hill points that badly, sucked. it's I already knew what was coming at the end of the first quarter because it was twenty one nothing. The Broncos looked dead in the water. So I knew okay, probably not gonna get too many more targets. But tonight though, this is perfect. It should be a shootout. It should be points galore. It should be you know an air raid attack on both sides. So I do like it for Tyreek. But I was talking with Rod earlier. I saw a stat that in, in Tyreek's last four games against the Chargers. He totals like 13 catches, 200 yards, and only one touchdown. I don't know. How did he do against them earlier this year? Seven targets, five catches, 86 yards. No, 56 yards, no touchdowns. I yeah. have bad eyes. So pretty middling pretty middling stats for a guy like Tyreek. Yeah, Hill. that's like total fucking Marvin Jones stats. Yeah. Five catches, 50 yards. That's 10 points you got out of him. Not I, even. I think that... Because uh, he had a fumble as well. I, I will, This is my last thing I want to talk about for the Chiefs, but I think that uh, I like what Eric Bianetemi and Andy Reid are doing. Uh, I think they're incorporating Clyde and Durrell a lot more in those short dump off passes, running the ball a lot more. You're seeing when they're down on the five yard line, they're not doing, they're not getting cute with it. They're just handing the ball off and doing what they should be doing. Should have been doing a long time, <laughs> for a long time ago. Easy points, yeah. So easy. Points. Yeah. So I like what they're doing from my team perspective. Yeah. But for fantasy perspective, it's like what. What the fuck? Well, Mahomes you know? is still getting his. I he mean, is. he's performing, and I, I don't mind that at all. But like you said, they should have been doing this a long, long time, time ago. ago. Football-wise. Yeah. Just straight up football-wise. It's just common sense. Yeah, for themselves, they should have been doing this. You drafted Clyde Edwards later in the first yeah. round. To not give him the ball at least twice on a, on a you know, inside the five-yard line, it's it's silly. So I'm happy they're doing it now. But like for guys like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, who let me get this straight first. It's not like Travis Kelsey is not performing. Right. Okay, he's performed every single week, I feel like. Yes, and consistently. Consistently. Yeah. And if we look if we look at Kelsey's stats throughout these weeks, you you can might you might, you might be like, "Okay, Mark Andrews is having a good year." Okay? But Travis Kelsey's still averaging like 15 points a game. Yep. 15 fantasy points that is. And again, his targets have gone down a little bit in the last week. But then again, Colin said 21 point lead at at half, first quarter. First quarter. I mean, yeah, Kelsey had four targets last week. Well, what are you going to throw to them for? You're right. up 21. Run the damn ball. Right. Right. But the week before that, he's had eight targets, eight targets, 10 targets, eight targets. Like, it's not like he's, it, I'm not worried about Kelsey. Let me just put that there. He has had two back-to-back weeks of five points, which if you're in the playoffs right now, you're like, come on, Travis. Today's the day. I will let you guys know right now. He has a good matchup against the Chargers. Finger looking good. Finger matchup. looking good. Yeah. On the same token, I would say so does Jared Cook. If you are a Travis Kelsey owner, I'm expecting big things from him tonight. I want a touchdown. I want six catches, eight targets, 
78 yards. All right, so I'm going to ask you guys. One player that's going to stand out to you tonight in this Thursday night game and your predictions for who's going to win. Ristic. I like. I think Travis Kelsey is going to have a huge game, okay. as I just stated, and I think the Chiefs cover, and I think the overheads. Okay. Colin? I saw a vision in my head, and it was Mike Williams absolutely putting his balls on the top of Daniel Sorensen's forehead in the end zone. Wow. So I think, I don't know, I just saw that. I think he's going to have a good game, but I do think the Chiefs will win. They're hot. They're the hottest team in the league, so I'm going to ride ride the hot hand. I'm not going to try and get cute with it. But other than that, I mean, I think I think the rest of the guys are all going to do what they usually do. I mean, it, like you said, Kelsey and Hill both have been, you know, a little low the last couple of weeks. Underwhelming, to say the least. Yeah. So I think I think everyone gets back on track. But I think the main the main piece to watch out for is Eckler and, and how well he plays tonight while he's injured. All right. So I don't know if you guys saw, but like at twelve thirty a.m., Shad Khan thought it was just a great idea to fire Urban Meyer, which I don't think anybody's like. You know, going to defend Urban Meyer because it's been it's just been a headache. It's just been a big headache. But Urban Meyer's out now. What are you guys' thoughts? Fantasy thoughts? Just team thoughts? The Jacksonville Jaguars, their draft coming up. Just overall, I personally think that this changes everything for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they have a very talented skill room. I think their wide receivers are pretty damn good. Um, obviously DJ Chark needs to come back. I'd prefer he came back next year better than ever, healthy and ready to go, because I think he's a very valuable fantasy football player. I think Trevor Lawrence is uber talented. I think he's been held back by Urban Meyer. I think James Robinson is uber talented. I think he's been held back by Urban Meyer. I can't wait for Travis Etienne to come back next year. I think the Jaguars are on a very, very, very upward trajectory after 12:30 a.m. last night. Urban Meyer sucks. He's the worst. I hate him. Everyone else hated him. <laughs> he is the worst. He's literally an asshole. Everyone knew he was an asshole, but that's fine. Nobody cares about that. Football coaches are assholes all the time. There's a difference, though. He did that college football player asshole bullshit where the kids at college are scared of him. But you're talking to grown-ass men who make, make more money, money make yeah. more money than you do. Yeah. <laughs> so and when you're out there telling them you're fucking losers, you're losers, it's like, guy, I make more money than you. <laughs> I am 27 years younger than you, and I'm able, shut the fuck up, Urban. 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 Oh, dance. I, <laughs> I, right. So, in my opinion, I think the Jags run a huge upward trajectory, and I can't wait to see what this does for a guy like Trevor Lawrence, for a guy like James Robinson. If I was a betting man, if I was a gambling man, this might be the square pick, but I'd probably I'm probably hammering the Jags this week. They're probably gonna show they probably want to show out to be like it was fucking urban. Trust the us. Texans, you think so? Yeah, it's a good matchup. Bro. It is. It's yeah. a good one to win. And I think I think they might shit kick them, not just win. I think whoever's taking over for QB or for coach might understand, like, hey, we have the first overall pick. Darrell Bevel. Is it Bar- is it Darrell Bevel? Yeah. yeah. Is he the in- he's the interim he's coach? He's the interim head coach, yeah. Dude. Light up James Robinson yeah. this week. That guy loves running the ball. He does. He loves running the ball. James Robinson is an absolute. Li- if you have him this week, guys, please, 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 don't even think about not starting him because of what he did last week or the week before. Light him up. Yeah, I mean, we saw we saw from Robinson earlier in the year. This guy, and we saw it all of last year too. He's a very similar guy to Eckler when we saw undrafted guys who come in and all of a sudden just carve out a role for themselves. And James Robinson did exactly that for the majority of this year. And then obviously shit went off the rails with Urban Meyer and his coaching. There were there was many times where Carlos Hyde would be in the game in uh, like critical situations or goal line situations or two minute offense. And obviously Carlos Hyde, thirty two years old, probably an un a not probably a healthy two twenty five. But James Robinson is obviously the fresher, younger back, the guy that's quicker, faster. He can do it all. And there were so many times that Urban Meyer had him out of the game, and he he talk after the game and be like, "Oh, James Robinson wasn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know I was I was supposed to sub him out, sub him in." And James Robinson, he was just sitting there on the sidelines, and he'd get he'd get he'd get fumbled, and or he'd fumble the ball, get benched for it. I don't know if that's going to change now. It's a little concerning because he hasn't gotten any looks the last two weeks. But this might be all because of Urban Meyer. So who knows? I don't know. Daryl Bevel loves to run the ball. So this could be a thing for James Robinson this week. But I don't know. I'm a little worried myself, to be honest. So I, I want to ask now, kind of transition from that. Uh, COVID is like like taking over the NFL right now. Weird time to do it, but whatever. The Browns are down and out bad. All right. The Bears just lost three of their coordinators. That was just breaking news now. Three of their coordinators are off of the Bears. Uh, Browns are. I think they last time the last time I checked, it was seventy five players in the NFL tested positive for COVID or are out for COVID protocols. I want to start with the Browns. 
why do I feel like, A, the Browns are always having a COVID issue? Because this is the second time this has happened. Because I don't, I don't know if you guys remember last year, like, Kareem Hunt was, like, the only player that played for the team because their entire team was out with COVID. I actually don't remember that. I do because I was a Kareem Hunt owner. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this guy's about to play quarterback, wide receiver, <laughs> and running back. Uh, but here we now, here we are now. Baker Mayfield's out. Jarvis Landry's out. Uh, Kareem Hunt's out for injury. ton of their offensive lines out. Kevin Stefanski's out. The Browns. Who are they playing this week? They are playing the Raiders. The Raiders. Ah. Saturday. Saturday at 4.30. Saturday games. Love that for everybody involved, right? Yeah. No. So, Browns. Anything I, that stand out? They are playing at 4.30 Saturday. I the spread is one right now in Raiders' favor. Yeah. The over-under is 38 and a half. So they're not anticipating the Browns to score any points. They don't have offense. They're not. Yeah. They got one sticking out like a sore thumb, and he's sitting right here on my fantasy team. So it's he better Chubb. do something. That's Ch- the Chubster. Chubb. I, and I'm just waiting for Chubb to go down with COVID so I can start Dearness Johnson. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> I, if, that, if that were to happen, I'd kiss my playoffs away. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the type of guy, if you lose him, you're down bad. I mean, that's your that's your guy. Um, and, I don't, and no Kareem either. So, I mean, he should Yeah, get, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he should get the the – Bulk of the work. I mean, he should get all of it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Dearness Johnson should not finesse any carries from him, but he, he will. He will. Yeah, he will. He will. You know, Nick Chubb will never sit out there for a hundred percent of the game. Yeah, but uh, Rod, to your point, I don't know what's going on. It's not like Cleveland's some fucking party destination. It's not so like weird. This is the Miami Dolphins where they're clubbing and smacking ass and throwing singles, and that's right. why they're getting. I don't know what the hell is going on, uh, but. There's a good chance that the NFL just says takes a fucking hiatus for one week, dude. It's not just the NFL, the NHL, the yes. NBA. Literally, all sports leagues are fucked up yeah, right now. It's bad, and it's weird because usually, like that, impl- like that replicates in your day to day life. You like you see a bunch of people with COVID. Um, knock on wood, I don't like I don't know anyone who has COVID right now. Yeah, hopefully, I but but <laughs> but just in, in general, like. Why are professional sports leagues going nuts right now? It's, it's like it, it, they just came together like, all right, boom. There's COVID. games getting postponed yeah. every single day. Every day. Because there's just they don't have enough guys to play. The Pistons and Bulls the other day was yeah. postponed. And, and was... because, yes, it was. And yeah. because of the vaccine, like, they're not, they're not like, shutting shit down. Remember remember after the Rudy Gobert thing? Oh, well, obviously, that was, all, that was all new to us. Nobody knew what was going on. Um, and we've learned a lot since then, so we're able to fight it, I guess. But right. the, I don't think there is a scenario in which they cancel – if the Lions sat out 20 guys last week and had to play, albeit they talked about canceling the game or postponing it, but if they sat out that many guys and had to play, I think there's not an opportunity for them to postpone any other games in the yeah. NFL. I think the NFL is too on a on a high, high, strict schedule. Yeah. You're not fucking with it. You need two weeks in advance to flex games. Like That ain't going to happen. I mean, so. Jalen Waddle just breaking news before we started the show today. He's out for COVID, so fantasy yeah. owners are probably like, "This is just bad." It's the worst thing ever. It's playoffs, yeah. and you got your your go to guys are going down yeah. with fucking COVID. I'm nervous every day to check my phone and wake up to say, "Yeah, okay, well, please, who's gonna get it today? Yeah, please yeah. not today. Please not today." Well, especially with the breakout too. It's like, yeah, it's like no one's safe. It feels like and no like, one's safe. Well, dude, that's like the thing. I I was watching the Red Wings on on uh, on on Tuesday night, and. Um, it was the first game back after Robbie Fabry signed a new contract, whatever. So they were talking about him the whole night. And he goes, he plays the entire game, plays like shit. And uh, the next day I look, he's on my fantasy team for hockey. I look and he has a huge O next to him. And I was like, what the hell happened? Out with COVID. This is literally like 10 hours after the game. So these guys are playing. He probably played like shit because he had COVID. He probably had COVID while he was playing. And Chances are he just infected the entire team. Right. Right. And I'll I'll be it. They're all vaccinated, whatever. And and maybe that's, you know, good for them. And then it's not going to be, they're not going to get sick. Maybe. I don't know how it works. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But these guys are like playing with COVID and they're infecting their whole team. So then now the team that they're playing against is infected. And then the wings go to play Nashville on Wednesday. And then now Nashville's all infected. Nashville's going to play New Jersey on Thursday. So now New Jersey's in. Yes. It never stops. Yeah. Which is, it, it's so fucked up. And I just pray, I fingers are crossed that my fantasy team doesn't get screwed over by by an illness in playoff time. <laughs> like, I don't want to get like too, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get like too like, too health with this and all that. But like, do you guys think this is ever going to stop? I mean, it's like they're introducing a new variant every couple months. I like, I, I, like, I'm actually like, I don't want to get too too in depth with this, but like, this is impacting us because we're a fantasy football show, right? Uh, COVID has impacted the league that we watch every single week. All right, we can talk about it. 
Yeah, right. Ever end? I thought about this the other day, and like, there's a there's a good chance that McDonald's is never open past midnight again. Yeah, like you know, like it just those type of things. There's obviously there's going to be a world, and where I think we're living in it right now, where things are more back to quote unquote normal, but there is going to be changes for the rest of our lives. Like you'll never ever 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 walk into a Kroger again, or a Publix, or a Walmart, or wherever you shop, and see someone. With a mask, like you're never gonna see so, not someone with a mask. On. At least Does that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, one person's gonna be wearing one masks. person's gonna be wearing a mask at, at, for the rest yeah. of time until yeah. you're dead. Yeah. It's just how it is. Some people are terrified of it. Some people are really cautious, and that's fine. Um, I'm pretty sure in China it's like a requirement if you leave, and this is pre-COVID. It's yeah. a requirement to leave your house, or not even a requirement. They all just thought it was a good idea. People breathing on each other is not a good thing in general. So because yeah. all the factories and stuff. Yeah, they do and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, what do they call that? Mocks? No. Smog, smog, smog. It's not good for you. Yeah, it's not, not good, good for you. Just not good. Not good for the lungs. So I just, I think that there is a good opportunity that we are going to live in a life where forever COVID is being hummed. I don't know what it's going to look like in 20 years. I can just guarantee it for the next three years. It's already been a year and a half almost. And I feel like ain't shit changed. Yeah. I feel like we're know? just back to square one now. Obviously, we've learned a lot, as you said. Yeah. I think people are less yeah. fearful of it because yeah. I don't, dude, I've, I've got like a hit list of people that like I feel like have never gotten it and it's dwindled down to like very very small I feel like everyone I know has at least gotten it once and like it's, it seems like if you talk to someone you're like wait you've never had it yeah they're like no I never had it and they're like oh my god how have you never gotten how? it you've dodged yeah it? yeah so yeah. and you you were recently one of those guys Colin yeah well I think the thing is like with much of these variants and stuff a lot of a lot of the symptoms are no symptoms and so th- what we see in the league is these guys are getting tested every day so they're gonna they're gonna know if they have COVID or not one way or another Whereas, like, just a normal person like us or anyone else, we only get tested if we feel like we're sick or we're experiencing symptoms. Right. But a lot of these symptoms now are no symptoms for COVID. Right. So that's we're going to keep on going down the spiral until either COVID is vanished or it's going to be here forever. No Sucks. One in between. Sucks is the world we live in, man. Yep. Can't even get a McChicken at 1 a.m. anymore. Nope, that does not exist. It doesn't so exist. Sorry. You go to T-Bell, though. T-Bell you can't. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. That shit ain't 24 hours either. Yeah. Rod, Rod, my question about COVID is going to be, when are, when are people going to start working again? That's a good Why question. Why everyone too. bitches? Oh, my God. Nobody wants to work. Well, where, like, where is there, are people still getting unemployment? No. They're not? This is, I had this conversation with my mom the other day because she was like, how are all these people buying stuff and no one's working? It doesn't make sense to I, me. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Are like, people just living off the money they save from unemployment? I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this world that we're living in. I've it been, just, Rod, every day after the gym, I've been trying to get a sandwich from Nino Salvaggio's, okay? Which huh. is, you know, the, the grocery store. Right. They do fresh sandwiches there. Every single day since like last Tuesday, I've gone. And she's like, yeah, come back. It's free beer tomorrow. Same shit. She tells me, come back tomorrow. We'll have we'll have fresh sandwiches. Like, we'll, we'll make them for you right there. And I'm like, all right. So I come back the next day. Hey, I'm short-staffed. Come back tomorrow. I'm like, I'm short-staffed. I'll come back tomorrow. I'm short-staffed. I'm like, I, I came in yesterday. Like, yesterday's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going back there. <laughs> I mean, they obviously don't have the staff to do it. Yeah. Well, I just don't get it. Where the hell is everybody? Where's everybody? I don't get it. Where's the 16-year-olds? Yeah. That's, that's who's supposed to be making my sandwiches and Nino okay, so is the issue? Why are we talking about this so much? But <laughs> is the issue the wage or is it the virus or is it the not wanting to work? That's probably all of them combined, dude. That's the, because, that's mainly, the father son and the Holy Spirit right there, bro. It's got to be mainly not wanting to work. I mean, because if you think about it, the wage part of it, people were making way more when we were getting those unemployment, that unemployment shit. For yeah. sure. But also you have to think about how, like, I, I personally believe humans are... Uh, creatures of nature. True. And Agreed. during that pandemic, I think everybody got a taste of not doing a goddamn thing and still getting paid for it. A, p- a nice amount of money. Too. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you were getting unemployment, yeah, was, yeah. Like if, if your job shut down and, and you were uh, eligible to receive unemployment, as many of us were, uh, I mean, you were getting paid to fucking play Call of Duty. I know sure as fuck that's what we were doing. <laughs> so and And so after that, you, you rack up a bunch of money and you're like, oh, I got to go work. Yeah, you're like, I got to make less and money then, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So it's like, all right, so like, what the fuck? But at that point, then you have no money. So that's like, okay, so then how I do know, I just money? I think people really got adjusted to not doing a goddamn thing. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, like going back to work, they're just like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I think that's exactly what, ha- what, what the reason personally, is. Personally, I didn't want to leave my job. You know, you know the, jo- the job we had, I had, is being a bartender, doing what I did. Yeah, it's a great job. It made the, good money. It was the easiest job ever. Yeah. But obviously, COVID had a big impact on that. Yeah, no one's coming out to the bar. And yeah. 
and we couldn't eat. You couldn't eat the governor, you know, all that shit that happened. Yeah. So we couldn't do shit. So like now, like you get to the point now, it's like, all right, like, I don't know, bro. It, it just fucked everything up for my personal thing. Cause it's like, all right, I didn't work for six years doing this. Now I got to, I don't know. It's just tough. It's tough. It does suck. It, it does sucks. suck. But I mean, that's what the nature we live in, man. COVID is going to rule the world until I don't know when I, I can't tell the future. I don't know. Other than Travis Kelsey scoring one touchdown, six catches, eight targets, 76 yards. That's the only thing I can predict. And I guarantee it. Okay, so, or money I, back. I money saw, back. You I know already, the drill. I already saw Mike Will's nuts on Sorensen's head. Dude, I get those visions too. I actually no, want to talk about that yeah. for a sec. Exactly. I get visions. I get visions. Remember, remember yeah. the one I was adamant. The Lions. Adamant the Lions against the yeah. Packers on Monday Night Football. I do. And I was like, guys, I had a fucking vision today. We're winning. I think we were like plus 300 underdogs. No, we were. There was when we were competing. This was like before. It, yeah, it we, was. We knew we had a bad team. Yeah, it was Patricia's second yeah. year. We we're like, all right, yeah. This is like we were. It was week three, yeah. so we were one and one, I think. And we were like, all right, guys, this is I we are winning this fucking game. I guarantee it. It was uh it was, in, it was in Detroit or was it in Lambeau? It was in Lambeau. It was in Lambeau. And that was the notorious or the infamous uh ghost face mask, fucking hands to the face by Trey Flowers, all yep, that shit. Yeah, yeah. The rest fucked us out of bounds on that on that first down, whatever, the whole nine yards. And we end, I ended up losing. So the, the I guess the vision was wrong, but it was right. Like we were right there. We just no, got fucked over by the rest. The we got lionized. Play, the first play of the we game, were we had a flea flicker. <laughs> flea flicker like for a bomb. Yards. Yeah, and we scored a touchdown. That oh no, we actually had a field goal. I'm pretty sure that drive. No. Oh my god, we, we did. We had a field goal that drive, but it still felt good. It was like all right, we got the first points of the game. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. We're like all the lights. We're going winning on at halftime. Yeah. Like, all right, maybe maybe this vision is true. Yeah, but it wasn't. So it wasn't. Uh, don't be don't be don't pissed. be surprised. Yeah, if don't, don't, wrong. Be, yeah, don't be surprised. Don't be pissed at Colin if if Mike Will doesn't put his nuts on Sorensen's head. Yeah, I saw I had visions. Might not be in the visions. Life, I had I mean? visions too. Yeah. All right. I want to move on to someone who we have kind of shit on all year, except for you. I already know who. It is. No, you don't. <laughs> give me give me a guess. Lamar. No. Odell. No. Keep going. You'll get it. Uh, it's one of Miles four. Miles Sanders. No, all right, one of five. <laughs> Joe Mixon. Nope. Last one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last one. Last one. Last one. Um, you you gotta get this guy. Yeah, my team. Yeah. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Kyle Pitts. Okay, Rod. You and I have been like he sucks. Yeah, he still right? sucks. He's a bust, right? Yeah. What would you say that came out of your mouth? Yes, I, I didn't say he was a bust. I okay. just said that he sucks. Okay. I think I have said he's a bust before. Colin, that I never said that. You never said that. I want to. I want to bring up a stat to you guys. Okay. Do you guys know that Kyle Pitts is fifth in all time, all time NFL history, fifth for rookie tight end receiving yards? So we got five games left too. Just something slight. Is that supposed to be like My, the point being? The guys in front of them are like Mike Ditka, Jeremy Shockey, uh, Vernon Davis. Yeah, yeah, they're like. Like perennial, they're actually all Hall of Famers. So, uh, my point being is that rookies, we we know this, rookies don't do much at the tight end spot, but the fact that he's up there means I'm drafting the fuck out of him next year is what that means. Yeah, I, he's, not, he's definitely not a bust as a player, no doubt about that. As a fantasy prospect, absolutely. I mean, he was getting drafted in the fourth and fifth rounds. That's that's everyone else's fault. And that's I think that's what happens when you get a guy that's as talented as Kyle Pitts, who's playing tight end, which is such a dry position as it is already. So it's like, okay, how can this guy not have sky high potential? And how can and like and you're drafting out of a tight end position where, uh, unless you have the top three options, Kittle, Pitts, and Kelsey, and then Andrews, it's like, you, it's a crapshoot after that. So like, why wouldn't you take the upside with a guy like Kyle Pitts? Obviously, he hasn't been there too much this year, but like you said, he's having an all time historic season for a rookie tight end. He is, and that's why I want to say going forward, I don't think Matt Ryan will be in Atlanta, and the second that changes. Dude, I That's, think Kyle Pitts is gonna yep, blow up. That was my thing. Get Matt Ryan out of there. Kyle Pitts is the man. Yeah, no, he like you, Colin. You say this all the time. He's a unicorn, athletically gifted. He is, and so for me, for him to put his name in a hat along with the Mike Dick of Vernon Davis, Jeremy Shockey going forward, I think the sky is truly the limit for him. I think he will be like a second round fantasy pick going forward in the future. I just really need Matt Ryan to get out of there. And that's really all I wanted to say. I wanted to bring that fact up to the people. I didn't know if people knew that. I didn't know that. But you really are going to put him in that category of Andrews, Kittle, and Kelsey? Eventually. Draft? Eventually. Yeah. You have, I, mean, I, you I don't think right now. Yeah, obviously. next year next year won't happen. Even it won't happen next year either. Well, I'll tell you this. If there is an immediate, if there is an immediate quarterback change after this season, I think people will once again draft him for what he potentially will be. 
and not draft him for what he's done, obviously. So if you were to draft him for what he's done, he'd be what? 10th, 8th round? I don't. I think as long as Kyle Pitts is healthy and under 26 years old, he will go in the top seven rounds. No, no, I'm saying, but if you were to draft him, like, where would he fall right now for what he's performed like? I don't think he'd drop off too far. Eight, Probably no, seventh, eight round. seventh or eighth round. Seventh or yeah. eighth round, right? But if you're gonna dra- if there's an immediate quarterback change and you're gonna draft him for what he will be, I think there's a good opportunity for people will be do the exact same shit they did this year. Obviously, they had no no NFL record, like knowledge on him. Nobody knew what he was gonna do. And people drafted him in like the fourth, fifth round. And I just I think if there's an immediate quarterback change, you might find him in the third round. I think he might be going in the third rounds. So that's all I really had to say about Kyle Pitts. I wanted to bring that to you guys. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at his stats right now, and he has 54 catches for 770 yards. That's more than most tight ends put up in a whole season, both catches and yards. But what's really held him back this year is touchdowns. He's got one touchdown this year. One touchdown. That and that just that, that's the Matt Ryan effect because yeah. we saw the same thing with Julio Jones. You got the most gifted receiver in the NFL, and somehow he only gets four touchdowns a year. We're seeing with Kyle Pitts. It might be a Matt Ryan thing. Who knows? It has but, to be. It has to be a Matt Ryan thing. But 54 catches with 770 yards, and he's still got four games left to play. That's damn impressive for a rookie tight end. I mean, he has a very good opportunity to get over 1,000 yards. I mean, 230 yards with four games left. I think that's It's, more it's than definitely possible, yeah. yeah. I mean, one 100-yard game, then he's off to the races. Yeah, and we've seen him do it. We've seen him put up 170 yards in a game. So I mean, and if he, if he clears that 1,000-yard mark, I mean, you have to assume that People are going to be talking about him like he's a god, even though his fantasy points may not reflect it. Right. That's that's, that's, Travis, that's Travis Kelsey territory. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is a perennial one thousand yard guy every single season. If he doesn't get it, that that's a bust. Right. So if Pitts is in that in that territory, you gotta you gotta draft for him that in that way. Yeah, because the thing with with touchdowns in that's that's something you can't predict. You can't predict touchdowns, but if you if you have a guy that year in year out gets a lot of catches, a lot of yards, and a lot of targets. That's the other things you can predict because you know that's what's happened in the past. But touchdowns, you never know what's going to happen. So as long as Kyle Pitts is getting the catches and yards without the touchdowns, I'm fine with that. But if he starts getting touchdowns, then we're going to start seeing his full potential. You know what I mean? Yes, All sir. All right, so before we go, I want you guys to take a look at this week's schedule and just pick one game this week that just really stands out to you. I'll start first with my game that just really, really sticks out to me fantasy-wise and just overall game. Is going to be the uh, the Patriots and Colts. That was that was mine too, right? Uh, it's just I'm so interested to see what Mac Jones, what Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is about to scheme up against Jonathan Taylor and that run game. Uh, Primetime AFC matchup, uh, two pretty damn good teams. It's just going to be a good game. I feel like, and it's going to be Belichick is going to make Carson Wentz throw the ball, and we're going to see what really the Colts are made of in one game. Seriously. So that's my game of the week that I'm really, really, really excited to see the Patriots-Colts. I, I mean, I'll go somewhere else, but like, like you said, Rod, I'm really excited for that game as well for the same reason. Jonathan Taylor, obviously, he has not been slowed or stopped, not even remotely in the last eight weeks. But Bill Belichick's got a plan. Bill Belichick is the king of game plan against the uh, opposition's best player, so I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what he does against Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, we know the Patriots are probably the best defense in the league. But aside from that game, I also I really am excited for the Cowboys and Giants. I don't know what it is. Mm. The NFC East divisional games, for some reason, I've always loved the Cowboys and Giants games. Some crazy shit always happens. I think that we're going to see Saquon Barkley come back to life. Really? I think so. I don't yeah, know if Rich is playing. He showed signs league. of some spurts. But maybe he's healthy. He's healthy. Yeah. He's, play, he's on the field at all times. So. One of these one of these games, he's going to break off a big one. He's yeah. going to come back. I'm going to go to the Rams and the Seahawks in another divisional matchup, but I'm not completely interested in seeing what the Rams will do because I know what the Rams are going to do. Matthew Stafford has, if you ask me, brought himself back into the MVP conversation, especially beating the Cardinals on primetime. But we talked about this in a previous episode. Stafford is now thrown for three TDs in three consecutive games. He's thrown for 302 yards, 295, and 287 yards. He's back. Okay, the interceptions, he's in those three games, one. So I don't want to hear no bullshit about people saying Stafford's not back. I'm a slappy. It ain't it. All right? He's fucking back. <laughs> he is fucking he, back. He looked good. I'm he did. Back. He did. And you yeah. saw that moonshot yeah. to Van Jefferson, oh, which yeah. he loves. Which he loves. It's Odell. that rollout. How does he do that? It's like that. He's mess. always done that. He, that little rollout, and he just he sets his it. feet too, and just. How does he do that? Rob, number know. one, number one draft picks will always have some crazy trait where it's like, how did he do it? You don't know. He just does it. He just does staff, it. Any quarterback that gets drafted number one, that's considered generational. 
they're gonna make plays that make you yeah, question. That, like, he's how you just do impressive. That. He's like when I saw him do that, I was like, okay, yeah, this guy is actually like that. Just I mean, there's a lot of things that have confirmed for me that Matt Stafford's a really good quarterback. But just to see him do that over and over and over again, like, okay, yeah, this guy's just really good. And too bad he spent all of his career in Detroit. But that's yeah. another conversation. All right, come on. <laughs> it but, is. But, but Colin, I think Odell might be back. Yeah, no, I was about to get into that. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been watching his, I've been watching all of his routes, all of his tape. And he looks good. He does not look slow. He still got very crisp and precise routes. Still can beat anyone off the line of scrimmage. He's only 27 years old. He's still not an old player. Granted, he's he 27. Has, yeah, I don't know if that's right. Oh, de- no way. I think he's, I think he's, he, I think he's 29. 29. He has to be in his 30s. No, he's no, not. not, a not no, he's not. Dude, he's young, man. You got to think about it. 2014 was his rookie year. There's a good yeah. chance. I'm gonna say 28. How old is he? 29. He's 29. 29. Yeah. What year was he born? 92. Old lad. He just he just turned 29. I, I'll tell you guys this. I think Odell is back. But I want to look towards the Seahawks side of things. Russell Wilson has thrown for two touchdowns in three consecutive games. Now, that's nothing crazy, but it's better than the 0-0 zero and zero that he's thrown before that. And I know everyone in playoffs, there might be a few guys that have either Lockett or Metcalf. And Metcalf has just been so underwhelming this year. I don't know why. I don't know why. Is it Geno Smith? Of course. That definitely hurt him a lot. But Russ has been back for, what, five weeks? Four weeks, and obviously he was playing on a fucked up finger. That makes a big difference for guys like DK and for Tyler Lockett, but I just don't see a scenario in which these guys don't get their shit together at some point. Well, Tyler Lockett, he's been performing pretty well the last last yeah. two weeks. I think he's done really well. But yeah, DK, ever since Russ has come back from his injury, very underwhelming. He was getting a lot of touchdowns at the beginning, beginning of the year, but now he's not even getting touchdowns. We saw last week he did have a touchdown called back due to penalty. That shit happens, but... It is a little concerning. You got like DK Metcalf. That's and on most fantasy teams. That's a wide receiver. That's your wide receiver one. You know, so you want to see your guy at least putting up double digits on on a weekly basis. And we haven't seen that from DK Metcalf. But yeah, Russ is heating up. So I think the rest of the guys probably should start. You know, coming along with that. Not too worried about it yet. Which is why I'm excited for that game. Yeah, big NFC uh, West showdown. Gotta love it. A division's the best division in football. It is. I agree. Indeed. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. Remember, we go live on Sunday at 11 a.m. It's going to be a tough one this weekend. Why? Oh, man. We got to, you know what? I'm going to touch back on two things. One, we do have an event at Johnny Blacks in Rochester. Be there. If you are in the local Michigan area, come out and party with us. Rise Network will be having an event there at Johnny Blacks. Ugly Christmas sweater party. Vote for the best. You will get a prize if you win. And also, on that note, Livewire has uh, come out with two shirts, Rod. Two yes. shirts. Two. Dose. Two shirts that we've designed here for you guys that goes along with the inside jokes of this show if you are a fan. But also, if you aren't familiar with the jokes, they're still kick-ass shirts. One of them is a hashtag free mixing shirt. As you know, Joe Mixon has been... Under our uh, speculation, under that, scrutiny, I would scrutiny, say, scrutiny, I would, scrutiny, I would yes. say our scrutiny and speculation. I was talking to me, yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. Our right. scrutiny this year, and he needs to be freed. Yes, he's outperformed throughout the entire year. He I, I think got another one down there too. Oh, another shirt. Fuck, we got another shirt down there. Fuck right? it, there's another <laughs> shirt down there. I think so, Colin. <laughs> I think so. And we also have the second shirt, which is my personal favorite. It is the fuck it. Tyreek down, down there somewhere. somewhere. I love that shirt. And I, I I will wear that shirt. I don't I hate Patrick Mahomes, but I fucking love that saying. And I love the that like he looks like he's about to he's fucking like chuck it. Like, yeah. He's actually he's doing about, the action. Yes, the, on the shirt, there. it's him. He's got the ball, and it looks like he's cocking back, and in his head, he's just going, fuck it. I know Tyreek's <laughs> down there somewhere. And he's just about to hawk it down, dude. I, I love that shirt. So, guys, check it out. Go to the store. The store is at www.risenetworkus.com. Go to the store, scroll down to the store tab, and you will see our shirts right there for you. Put it in an order. Get some for your friends. Christmas gifts, all right? Christmas gifts. That would be great Christmas gifts for anybody who's a football fan. Check it out. Let us know what you guys think. Leave some comments. And don't forget to tune in to our show on Sunday on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Thank you very much. Good luck in playoffs, folks. Have a day. See ya.